Warning. This podcast does not contain actual virgins. Discretion is advised. The Movie Virgins. Lindsay Schaefer. And I am Leah Bross. And this is Movie Virgins. This is Movie Virgins. This is a Movie Virgins. <laughs> it's a weekly discussion of our first times with movies. <laughs> Each week, one of us is re-watching the film, and the other is seeing it for the very first time. Wow, you just, you've never seen this movie before? No. Wait, what are we talking about? <laughs> We're talking about Destination Wedding, which... I guess was made in 2018 and then released in 2019 and I saw it in 2019 mm-hmm. and it was my pick mm-hmm. because it's got one of my favorites. Because I have not seen it before because, so <laughs> that would be why. You are this week's virgin. Correct. Um, and I'm I... feeling quite virginal. <laughs> I'm gonna pop your cherry. Pop that pussy. Hey, pop that pussy, baby. Pop, pop Leah, that pussy. you're making me very uncomfortable right I'm now. I'm sorry. I watched uh, My Best Friend's Girl with Dane Cook, uh this week and oh yeah i don't i don't prescribe to dane cook so. so i do want to say that um there is something about a dane cook comedy that really that i really enjoy that's deeply disturbing and i'm deeply disturbed about it myself but i i married this is dane cook pay-per-view <laughs> 20, 20 minutes let's go i mean i don't like his stand-up no because it's not funny but there's something really hot about him no there's not <laughs> you're wrong incorrect you're like Keanu in this movie. Wrong. <laughs> Just saying. Um, so I picked Destination Wedding because it has uh, Keanu in it. Also, the first time I saw this, because I, I saw it on streaming, I loved it. I, was it an only released on streaming? I believe so. I don't think it was in wide release. That was I, my thought. Like, I, I remember vaguely hearing about it, and I didn't think it was anything that hit theaters. I thought yeah. it was, like, released for, I was thinking Netflix initially, but it's on Hulu, right? It's on Hulu now, and I'm pretty sure I saw it on Prime. Okay, maybe it was a... Okay. Mm-hmm. And I I was delighted by it. The format I thought was really... Sorry, cat. Sorry if you can hear that. Garfield's just sharpening his... He doesn't even claws. have claws even because have claws. you're a monster. He's in his little movie theater box, sharpening his little cat paws and making a lot of noise. He's actually... He's going to tear it apart. Breaking He's very strong. He's going to bust down the... He's like little tiny cat Godzilla. Um... So anyway, I was delighted by it. I laughed out loud. I laughed. Se- I cried. <laughs> several times. I laughed out loud again when I watched it this time. And I, the sex scene uh, so, yes. is okay. maybe one of, uh, uh, okay, so we. I know you love Troll. We, <laughs> I know you love that. Uh, is that what, it, that was what it was called, right? Oh, yeah. No. Or, what is it called? <laughs> it's called Border. Border Trolls. That's a great sex scene. The sex scene in, um, what's the movie with Sebastian Stan and the gymnast? Oh, yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's a great sex scene. Um, give me that gold. But this, to me, is up there. It's yeah. pretty fucking high because yeah. it's wonderful. And Agreed. So this was, I guess Keanu and Winona Ryder have been in a few movies together, but the, the pairing that I enjoy the most is Rob Stoker's Dracula. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but the other thing about it that I really thought was great was the format. I don't know if that's what you should call it, but this is a movie the fact where... that it's a play. It's Yeah, it is a play, and they're the only two speaking parts. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that it's shot, there aren't a lot of close-ups. It's a lot of just, like, one shot looking at this right, It's one a play. Story. Yeah. It's just that they happen mm-hmm. to have nice settings, but, yeah. So um, I appreciated that it was... They kind of... It's about these two... I don't know if I want to call them contrarians. They're just miserable people. Just two... They're very different types of miserable, I would say. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. And they're... <laughs> they're just... They're miserable people, and they're forced to go to this destination wedding, which he refers to, or she refers to as, uh, what was it? The most presumptuous of all events. 
Uh, and she would be correct. Yeah. Because I feel that way about weddings in general, really. <laughs> right? So they have to go to this destination wedding. They're both kind of hate watching, hate attending this mm-hmm. wedding. And they fall in love. So it's it's takes the rom-com and kind well, of turns I mean, it on its ear. I don't know if they fall in love. <laughs> are they are they falling in love? I, are, are we, we falling, falling in love? love? Um, so, and I like that it's um in Paso Robles or Robles, however you would like to pronounce it. It was really annoying to me that they kept calling it San Luis. San, San Luis. And they were like, no, it is San Luis. And they were like, San Luis. San, San Luis Obispo. San Luis. San Luis. She says he's French. If I he know, is French, it's it San Luis. Um, so the, the whole winery setting, it was very beautiful. Uh, and I, I just, I thought it was a delight. And I like that Winona's character's name is uh, Lindsay. Yeah, it's spelled wrong, though. It is so. spelled wrong. Spelled A-Y instead of E-Y. So really her name is Lindsay, another thing that they pronounce incorrectly. Uh, I just really enjoyed it. And I think watching Keanu in this, some people don't think he's a very good actor. Believe what you want. Mm -hmm. I think he can do anything. Truly, honestly, he can do anything. Absolutely not. No, I... What? Not even a little. I would say he is a good actor when he's in his lane. And then there are a multitude of times that he has been far outside his lane. What? Name these times! Dracula, well, for one. Dra- but he was a young actor. He was still trying to find his his stride, you know? And he was up against Oldman, and uh, Oldman's like, Shakespeare. really, really what amazing. What was it? Was it, it was either, much Ado About Nothing, Was it I Much think. Ado About Nothing? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, it was bad. <laughs> I mean, it was bad. So- I, I'm not saying that I don't like Keanu Reeves, but... I'm not going to say, and I do think um, at times he comes across as a good actor, <laughs> but I would never say that either he or Winona Ryder, frankly, neither I would neither is- say, I wouldn't say that either of them are actually good actors. They both are capable, but I, not good. I guess what I'm saying is I've seen him do the romantic lead. I've seen him be the sure. action adventure hero mm-hmm. and, and I've seen him, this is a comedy Mm-hmm. Is a romantic comedy, and sure. I've seen him in just uh, like he was. He played like a version of himself in Always Be My Maybe, which was really entertaining. I think he can. I think he can do a lot. I think he's got some range. Except no period pieces and no Shakespeare. <laughs> so he's not and so great at iambic pentameter. Who cares? First of all, iambic pentameter is actually quite simple. It really is. It's just a sing song. That's right. all it is. Um, I also felt like this movie might have been a little bit of an apology for the Lake House. Which is trash, but I've seen many times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is Keanu's way of saying, I'm sorry I made what that trash. What was the one where he was at a winery? A Walk in the Clouds? Yeah. Haven't seen it. Can we apologize for that too? It might be an apology for that as well. Maybe it's an apology for all this shit. I it's feel an like apology they're... for Much Ado About Nothing. It's an apology for... It really is because it's at a winery. Um, so that would be an apology for Walk in the Clouds. It's a, rom- it's a romantic movie. So that's an apology for The Lake House. He's with Winona. So that's an apology for, for Dracula. For Dracula. <laughs> um, I, the only thing well, that's missing you, is sir. the apology for Much Ado About Nothing. But it's like a play, so maybe... It is sort of a play. So this is his, this is Keanu's apology tour for all the wrongs that he has done, and I happily accept. I mean, I appreciate that. I appreciate the effort. (laughs) So watching it again, I was just as delighted as the first time I saw it, and I am in this kind of weird place right now, like, feeling very, like, lonely and heartsick, so the the comedy, the the romantic part of it, but they're still being kind of realistic about the romance, that it's... They have all these questions about marriage and, you know, they're talking shit about the wedding that they're at. I love how much he hates his brother, Keith. And they're just half brother. Fine. But he's just talking absolute shit about him and how he's a terrible person and his bride is just fake and awful. And they're even like they refer to his like stepdad's new girlfriend as like the corpse bride. One of my favorite parts was just them (laughs) watch and then they would pan over to his mom and his stepdad and his stepdad's new wife and she was like hanging off of him and he would he like moved her out of the way so that she was standing in between him and his ex-wife and the ex-wife just didn't so his mom was like just not i don't think she even blinked no i mean no expression or anything (laughs) and i think later on uh keanu's character friends frank when he's when they talk when they're talking about him having spoken to his stepdad's girlfriend, you know, she's very dull and she looks like she could use a week at a dilapidatory dilep- camp. Like he's basically saying she has a hairy upper lip or something like that. It was a depil- depilatory, depilatory camp. Yes. 
Um, there are a lot of great... Uh, the dialogue, I think, is a lot yeah. of fun. When he's talking about his dad shooting him. Oh, so God. <laughs> Did it hurt? Did it hurt? <laughs> he shot me. I think, um, yeah. Uh, what is it? Um, the whole thing with the mountain lion. <laughs> this woman is obviously a fucking idiot. Why are you breathing on... You're not giving the plants any more carbon dioxide by huffing on them. You're just making them want to die. Let's be real. And then she's like, is it... Is it? Uh, she just like named every cat animal in the world that it could possibly be when it's obviously a fucking mountain it's obviously lion. obviously a mountain lion. She was making me crazy. She was like, it's too but small in a funny way, to be a but... panther. It's too big to be an ocelot. Shut like, up! <laughs> When they get to the wedding and she's like, I can't walk this 90 feet. Oh my God, yes. And he goes, Carry me? Are you shitting me? Carry me. He goes, How much do you weigh? She says, Frank. And he's like, I don't want to shed my mortal coil. (laughs) (laughs) I just love the fact that she actually, that she actually was so presumptuous as to expect him to carry her and then that he actually did it. (laughs) And he's up in and puffing. What is this? What is happening? delightful it was delightful yeah Yeah, yeah. i laughed aloud many times why do we live Lindsay? tell me why do we live i don't know do you expect me to have an answer (laughs) they get a little existential with all this stuff like why are we here why you know i mean the sex scene so they're happy they they get i they get it confronted by this mountain lion Mm. he hisses at the cat I've been doing that with my ear a lot lately, like sticking my finger in it. I don't understand, but why is he doing that together? I have like the station tube, but like making the noise with it. What is what is that accomplishing? Have you tried it? No, I haven't made the noise, but I could see where it might might feel like might scratch. The cat's looking at me just (laughs) like the mountain lion looked at him. Um, yeah, so he hisses, he he saves her. She's like, you saved me. They tumble down this hill, and then the next thing you know, they're, like, kissing. But they're both like, no, wait, don't, don't, yeah. what are we doing? And then they end up talking about whether they should Stick have sex, and ultimately he's like, why the fuck not? Like, why, why? Ooh, but- crabs. <laughs> tarantulas. And then, and then you see the entire sex. You see all of it. Mm-hmm, yeah. Well, th- no, I mean... <laughs> And sort they're, of. They're, so they're to speak. talking through the entire thing. It's wild. <laughs> yeah. What was it? Uh, if we are conceiving right now, what do you want? <laughs> a girl boy or a girl? girl. Um, and then when she's coming, she's like, oh no, oh no, oh no. He's like, I'm just a no, very just negative really person. Negative. Yeah. That's good. And then you see, and then he comes, and I'm like, is that really how Keanu does it? He did a very good job. It felt very real. Is that really how he does it? Like, is that really how he sounds when he, you know, blows his load? I don't... You, I have to ask him. I, I guess I'm just really curious. <laughs> okay. It was just... It was both transactional and hot. Oh, I didn't find it hot I at it all. Hot. I thought no, it was really I, hot. I, it was funny. It felt very real to me in some way. Um, I mean, certainly more real than Yala. All of the staged sexiness that you normally see in yeah. movies, for sure. Um but I didn't find it hot because <laughs> there's still two miserable people who don't even look like they're actually having fun doing this no, thing no, anyway. No, But they have a hard time having fun, both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That I think I also, because like they meet on the plane to San Luis Obispo. Mm-hmm. Is that how we're saying it? Mm-hmm. That's how I would say it. And then they in the same car from the airport to the hotel, and then they're in adjacent rooms. So was it a setup? Does Keith know his brother and Lindsay yeah. so well? Well, they were asking about that, right? Wasn't right. she saying, like, yeah. I wonder if they're setting us up? But then Frank is like, no way. No we're way. just the rejects? Yeah. yeah. Well, and why the fuck does Keith... Who invites their ex-fiance right. to their wedding? And not only that, who expects them to come? Right. Like, maybe he invited you because he feels like we should still be friends or some bullshit mm-hmm. or something. But what the fuck are you doing here, really? You don't have closure? Closure? It's been six years! It's closed. It sounds like it was... I mean, she sued him over breaking it off? Yeah, so... Because of all the money that his da- her dad had sunk into it or something? And, and I can understand, all things considered, maybe going to an ex's wedding in town because you just kind of want to see where they are, that kind of watch. thing. But Yeah, sure. But, like, 
a destination wedding for your <laughs> seriously well and the only reason frank is there right is because his but he's family he's forced into but he's, it yes he's for, but he doesn't want to be there he's no, like mad not. about the whole thing so I, I what did you think oh like overall did you have a good time watching it, is yeah. it okay yeah yeah i definitely i i, I love quick witty dialogue which i think there definitely mm. was i was a thinking good of, of like i was like Lindsay's an aaron sorkin i bet she really likes this shit yeah yeah it was um it was a lot of fun i I do feel like so much of it was so fast moving that I should watch it again mm. because I think I would probably even catch more little tidbits of dialogue and things going on. Definitely, yeah. Um, but no, it was for sure a good watch. Do you think that they were believable as real people? Or maybe a little too... I mean, they're a bit caricature-y. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So do I think that they made it believable in what is essentially a staged production mm. because that's the thing about stage productions you about gotta plays, right? suspend it's, your disbelief yeah it's always gonna ha- it has to be bigger mm-hmm. um movies you know of course you can play more subtly i realize this is a movie but it really is a play yeah and of course in movies you can be more subtle with everything with characterization as well um and you're not telling in the same way as you are in a play so it felt very much like they were real people if I were watching it as a play, if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they're definitely kind of characterizations or... Um, caricatures. Caricatures, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess it's interesting watching the two of them, too. I, I mean, we did talk a little bit about Keanu as an actor. Winona Ryder, for me, this... And I had, I guess... I slipped into the Frank character pretty easily. Mm-hmm. It was harder for me to slip into the Lindsay character, and mm-hmm. I think it's partly because Winona Ryder, I don't think she's like a phenomenal actress by any stretch, but I do. I think she belongs more in this kind of movie than, say, some of the stuff we might have seen her in in the past. Like, like I love Reality Bites, and I think she makes perfect sense as Lelena in Reality Bites, in part because Lelena is flawed and I you can see the flaws I don't think I think for a traditional romantic comedy I don't think Winona Ryder is a good fit no I I don't either and I do think also she as an actress I would say leans far more towards the melodramatic side Mm -hmm. um so for example in Stranger Things she bugs the shit out of me right like I kind of hate well yeah that's true but that's just because he's actually both of her children in that show precocious obnoxious yeah but she is a bit of an overactor, um, and I think in certain films that's okay. In reality, bites like yeah, she's being dramatic. Of course, she's being dramatic. She's a put upon twenty something. Right. She ne- her whole life is fucking drama. Right. Right. In Little Women, it's a period piece. You kind of have some freedom to be a little bit more um, flamboyant mm-hmm. in you know in that time in that era in a story that takes place there. It, it has a different kind of feel to it. Um, in Beetlejuice, sure. <laughs> I mean, you she's, can be, per- she's really yeah, perfect. Exactly. In Beetlejuice. You can yes. be. You can be totally different I and kind of Sam am weird and, and right. But girl interrupted. So <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. I do. I feel really bad for Winona Ryder for Girl Interrupted because Why? she gave oh, a she decent performance. But she got out by everybody. Everybody, yeah, I would say by everybody. Um, Elizabeth Moss is the burn girl, outacted by her for sure. Brittany Murphy. Outacted by with her. The chickens under the bed. Oh my An God. So chicken. Good. And then that was not the first time that I saw um, Angelina Jolie. I saw her in Gia. I did see her in Gia and I loved her in Gia. And then I also saw her in, it was like a TV miniseries about George Wallace where she played George Wallace's wife. And I think she may have even been nominated or won wow. like an Emmy for that. Wow. So I saw her in both of those before Girl Interrupted. So I knew she was good. But then when I saw Girl Interrupted, it was like, oh, okay, fuck, she's really good. And then, yeah, like I said, Brittany Murphy's really good. And all the other women in it are really good. And here's Winona Ryder, who really her character was supposed to be kind of the, the straight character to yeah. the rest of the she's crazies the anyway. Story, right? Yeah, so I think she was almost, I don't want to say burdened with that character because you, of course, can do so much with that. But I do feel like that is a movie where it shows what I already kind of felt, which is she's a perfectly capable actress, Mm -hmm. but not at all to the caliber of some Mm -hmm. of these other people. But I couldn't think who I would, 
I felt like she fit in fine in this one. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I couldn't and think, I think who I would put in her place here. I think also, again, being a stage production on film, you're allowed to be more out there and right. flamboyant and, yeah. and overacting and a little bit crazy. So she works okay. Like, I it, guess it's all right. Some of, and she's also, some of her delivery in this felt a little for it. I, I didn't, oh yeah, I didn't yeah, love sure. it. I, like, I, again, I can see the holes. I can see the holes. But, um, but it still worked for me. I agree. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I said, I don't think she's amazing, regardless. But also the character is very neurotic, yeah, and that makes her a little bit more. Um, I don't know if flamboyant is really the right word, but kind of loud, brash, mm-hmm. you know, because of of those neuroses. Whereas yeah. the the character of Frank, he's just depressed and subdued the whole time. It's easier to buy him as a real. It's easier to watch him. Mm. Like it, it might be you might get tired of him because he's being so down, but <sighs> yeah. But he's, she, but she doesn't seem bothered by it. She's willing to talk him through yeah. all of his objections to everything. Which, frankly, it, it's fun for the movie, but it's also really annoying if you think about it in your <laughs> life. Like I just told you, I just want to be left alone. Why don't you leave me alone, you crazy fucking lady? <laughs> That's how I felt at several times. I think he was amused by her. I think so too, in a lot I, of yeah. ways. And she wasn't bothered by him in the way that other people probably are mm-hmm. bothered by him. So they really did find find the people they belong with the scene in the bedroom after they have sex when they're when they break it into the mini bar they break into the mini bar and she's they're drinking wine and she's eating the chocolate and and he starts to tell her how beautiful she is Mm, yeah i don't like all that i that was all weird it was it was interesting because you know you might think somewhat but he came at it from such a factual and she did it she did it was very kind of like I'm just going to talk about the facts about you and how you look right. and how he's made up this, what do you like, call it, Aphrodite, the folds of Aphrodite. I don't know. Yeah, like, like, like when that? you smile, the your lips point upward towards your eyes. Yeah, and yeah. she's like, you have a straight penis. And it's like, <laughs> okay, both you guys are nuts. But he seemed really happy about the comments on his penis. Well, You're saying my be. penis is bigger than my brother's penis? Like he seemed right. really, really thrilled by it. Um, I doubt that there is a man in the world. I can't think of a single man who would ever not want to hear good things about his dick so you know that's that's nice nice work um but yeah i i didn't mind that part because it didn't it felt romantic but in that really cold and clinical way that they have about them um so i I think that was what bothered me a little bit is there was so much of that cold and clinical aspect and sometimes Mm -hmm. it was funny and sometimes it was endearing and sometimes it was just plain annoying Mm -hmm. um and i felt like this was one of those times where it was just kind of annoying Mm. it was like a little bit too much and maybe it was in part because it was right on top of that sex scene which was great and funny (laughs) but was also very uh, yeah i think clinical is kind of a good word for it Um, so it just felt like too much when they're fucking and frank's like do you think it'll smell the musk yes (laughs) Yes, I do. And then they got the shot of the mountain lion kind of like laying on its side like, you know. I'm sorry. I still am very upset about the fact that he could plainly see tarantulas. I'm upset about the fact that he called them them crabs. crabs. Like, what the fuck? But that you're still laying half naked in a field where there are tarantulas. And they're not going to hurt you. Oh, they won't. They won't hurt us. But she seems pretty paranoid about other shit. But the tarantulas you're not paranoid about? You're fine with fucking next to tarantulas? (laughs) I don't mind a tarantula. I don't want them near me. I don't mind them. I'm not going to go kill them or anything, but I don't want to see one ever, really. I think really. they're pretty common <laughs> in, like, the California desert. Whilst so, like... fucking. I don't <laughs> want that. Tarantulas crawling up your bum. I don't want that. Oh, I don't, don't want, want that. You don't want it? No. I don't. Uh, no. Booyah. <sighs> there, I think... The first time I saw this, I didn't really... I wasn't necessarily connecting with them, but I am in such a way right now. <laughs> You're connecting with the neuroses more so? When he's, when they're sharing each other with each other their professions, and he tells her she has a career in reverse fascism. Yeah. and I loved that. Accurate. <laughs> he says something to the effect of, like, did you dream that... Dever dream that you would have a career in reverse... And she responds with... I don't with, remember dreaming. I can't remember dreaming. Yeah. Oh, look. A car alarm. That's perfect. Fuck you! Can you not? You're doing that that thing again. Remember how I said when you get upset, you turn into like a small child level shrill. (laughs) But that's, I can't remember dreaming. Thank you. Thank you for 
defining how I feel about life right now. That you can't remember dreaming? It's... You don't feel like maybe that's being a little overly dramatic? I think I'm having a little bit of like a, what the fuck am I even doing right now kind of moment. Like, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck am I doing? Well, sure, that's my whole life. Right. I would think you would be the first one to be like, yes, uh uh-huh. Well, you just seep into it. Maybe this is what makes me more like Frank. Like, I'm not going to say. just the way it is. Yeah, I'm not going to say I don't remember dreaming. I just don't fucking dream and don't know what I'm doing and who gives a shit. (laughs) Fuck ever. I think when she says. But still keep me alive. When she says that to him, he just kind of looks at her like. I like you. No, I think Oh, I didn't even get the I like you. I thought he was thinking like, you're a little nuts. This bitch. (laughs) The title cards were great. Fucking rehearsal dinner. A bunch of stupid shit you'd never do otherwise. Also known as activities. Yeah. When they're in those stupid fucking bubbles. Those like big plastic bubble things. But not playing, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just sitting on the side complaining about everybody else. It's 100% what I do. Even though I feel like that game looks like fun. Mm Mm-hmm. I still prefer to sit on the sidelines and just judge. It's fun for me. I enjoyed that they made fun of destination weddings and weddings in general. Like they're sitting at the table watching every... Oh, he asks her to dance. Do you want to dance? She's like, no. And they have that whole exchange. But next to them is a basket of walking walking shoes. If you want to take a walk through the vineyards. Yeah. It's it's all too Pinterest for me. But. But. But what? I loved... The fact that he will take advantage of anything that's free. Oh, right. I'm 100% in on that. Like, you give me a free... No, I don't want anybody touching my feet. That's gross. But it's free? Yes, I will take it. Um, Halfway decent stuff to pilfer from the hotel room? 100%. At the end, when he takes, like, an extra bag? (laughs) Me. Completely. (laughs) I want all the free shit that I can possibly get. I told you that Starburst that's been sitting on the trail, every time I run by, there's a felled Starburst on the trail for the last week, and every time I run by, all I can think is, I should probably pick it up and eat it. trash food i would eat trash just because it's free so i kind of i enjoyed that so you're so you're more and that he was going through it all when he got home because that's what i would do right it's all packed up and then you go home and instead of like packing your stuff just go through all of that and like oh yeah there's moisturizing gloves that's nice never gonna use on his leg i never use them but i love it (laughs) or like a free eye mask oh this is good i remember getting a free eye mask from Qantas first time i ever flew Qantas and i was so excited just because it was a thing that was free that I could keep. <laughs> like, it's so bizarre. I, I did like him rifling through all the free shit that he got and finding no joy in any of it. No, there's a there's an element of joy in just having things. Like, and I think it's having that, gotten something for free. It, yeah, and I think it's it's the void. You know, you're <laughs> right. constantly looking for things to fill the void, even if it only is for a few moments of, ah, oh, something I didn't have to pay for. Mm-hmm. Um, just a little little sprinkle of happiness right in there. Yeah, yeah. It's meaningless, but sure. But it might make you feel a halfway decent for a moment. Right. So. I mean, did I not just tell you how much money I spent on my Discover card before we started this? <laughs> I'm not going to repeat it, but... It's a lot. It was clearly. A lo- <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot. And Dude, I, s- I walked in here last week and there was a package that was outside. So I brought your box into you and you were like, oh, you're holding $150 worth of skin stuff right now. <laughs> it's one tiny bottle. Oh my God. <laughs> it's one tiny bottle. But that's how much money I spent in 2020 trying to fill the void. Oh, yeah. No, things. I get it. I get you it. You know, I have had, I have door dashed, I believe, every day this week. You do you, man. Oh. Uh, I told you I'm not even getting joy out of food anymore. I don't know that I'm getting joy out of it. You're just. (laughs) It's just the way it is now. You know, you buy something and you think this will make me feel better. And it doesn't. Like yesterday I got some, like I had a crappy morning and then I was like, I'm going to go for a walk, but it was wet outside. So I was like, I'm just going to order some Thai food and sit here and watch like a couple episodes of shitty television. Mm -hmm. And I didn't feel any better afterwards. I probably should have gone for the walk. You should have gone for the run. I went for a run and felt better after. Just to get away from the fucking mm-hmm. computer at work so do you think you're more frank then than Lindsay? yeah and yeah yeah i, I mean I, I there are some uh neuroses and the paranoid tendencies and things that she had going mm-hmm. on but like yeah i think i'm more Lindsay. she definitely was pushing <laughs> more like the she's you know slightly more optimistic but that obsessiveness yeah. like obsessing over the ex and obsessing over what's happening with him and needing yeah. closure yeah that's me 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm hitting it real hard this week with the obsessiveness. Yeah. With the work stuff. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's breaking rough. me. It's, it's really breaking rough. me. You're only saying that because you have to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, please stop talking about I don't, I don't mind, it amuses me when people vent, so I don't actually <laughs> mind listening. Uh, um, let's see. I do think I'm going to start saying oh no during sex instead of oh yes. Like if I ever have sex again, I'm going to go with that. Give it a try. I'm going to be practicing that. Maybe, yeah, I was going to say practice on your own. <laughs> uh, I also wanted to say that screw top wine is fucking fine, Frank. It is a-okay. I'm so, such a judgmental prick. Funny story. I 100% agree. I don't even drink wine, and yet I 100% agree with him when he was just saying, like, he didn't. He wasn't even addressing whether or not it's good or bad wine. It just feels wrong, and it feels dirty. And yeah, I don't even drink wine. I don't give a shit one way or the other, but it does feel gross and cheap and trashy. It I'm, feels super trashy. I showed you the bottle today that had, like, a beer cap on top. Yeah, and that like, was... Like, it looked like a bottle of beer. Weird. Yeah. I mean, I, I would still buy it. I'm sure you would. You would buy screw-off caps, too. <laughs> screw cap. It, like, honestly, screw cap is probably cork can go bad and dry out and then you got bad wine nobody wants i'm just telling you the optics okay (laughs) the optics are bad on this screw top the optics are bad well you know what he got for saying that he got a lap full of wine (laughs) he only got the lap full of wine because he actually gave in and opened it (laughs) instead of following through with his initial thought of this is probably shit so was what they were doing hate fucking uh no i think it was more um misery loves company yeah he he just i i think he just in the moment felt like he wanted to kiss her so he just did it i don't know and maybe it had something to do with they had just gone through this episode with the mountain lion and so they were feeling different feelings but he just kind of went for it yeah is he fucking like is that really a thing i know we've talked about it before i guess i'm just really curious about it yeah i'm sure yeah i've not hate fucked but I've definitely, like, uh, I, I can get it. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, having aggressive, hateful feelings towards someone can very easily be tied to sexual attraction. Violence and sex go hand in hand oftentimes. Fair point. The person that I am particularly hating right now, I can't, like, it's grossing me so, out. So, no, it's them. not, but hate fucking isn't really, it's not that you take someone who you already hate and decide to fuck them. It's more that... <laughs> There is this person out there who you may want to fuck, but you hate them. And now I'm confused about so hating both them, at the same time. but I want to fuck them. Yeah. Okay. Got it. It's not just like, I hate this, this person from work, therefore I want to fuck him. There's something wrong with you if that's the case. Like, I'm going to hate the, like, fuck the thing that I hate. Yeah. Like, like if I decided I wanted to fuck Donald Trump. Right. Why would you do that? Right. Exactly. I'd probably I prefer to fuck Mike Pence honestly if I'm being if I'm being real. I don't if I had to pick one. So old and yeah, I mean Pence is kind of like he's no. got like a I, honestly real talk Mitt Romney before Pence. Oh, Hard, no, I can yes, get that definitely sure. definitely. Paul Ryan is gross. Paul Ryan is gross. Um, let's see who else. No, just kidding. I the. Like, there's this trope, right, in romantic comedies that the people meet and they hate. Like, you see it all the time with uh, Catherine Heigl movies, yeah. especially the one with her and Gerard Butler. Yeah. The Ugly Truth, where yeah. she can't stand him and he can't stand her, and the next thing you know, they're falling in love. It's very much a trope, but if you, within that trope, you can tell that it's not just plain hatred. Like, there's you can an attraction tell. Too. Exactly. There's always a flirtatiousness in there. It's not, mm-hmm. again, it's not. I actually don't get along with this person, and yet somehow we're going to fall in love. If it is, it's not going to be. Not that those movies are super believable anyway, but it wouldn't be believable at all if it was really just two hateful people. What I do like about about this movie, about Destination Wedding, is I I don't feel like they they got off on the wrong foot. You know, they certainly kind of <laughs> hated each other to begin but with. But it seems like they but would probably the get time, off on the wrong foot with anybody. Maybe. But I mean, by the time they get to the rehearsal dinner, it feels like they just got past that. Like, they're just... They're just hanging out. They're yeah, just buddies. now we're just hanging out. Mm-hmm. And so once it gets to the sex scene, it didn't feel like they hated or even really disliked each other he fucking carried her up a hill so i don't know that either of them liked each other but they no longer felt like two people who really disliked each other they just yeah. felt like the remnants the people right. who were just thrown together and they were kind of okay with they that like along. later he says something like we you know are we still gonna hang out together at the brunch tomorrow and she's like yeah who else would i hang out with right so it's not even it's not even a question right it's just when the, they have their little breakup 
because they because he decides there's no point in hanging out anymore or doing this anymore. I mean, he's not wrong. I kind of... He's so realistic that it just... It really... I completely got where he was going with that. Yeah, yeah. Like, this isn't going anywhere. Why do we keep bothering? Why are we going to keep bothering with it? We had our moment. We're done. Yeah. And, and so she convinced him by saying, you know, you're really going to... What was it? You're really going to regret not believing in the miracle? Mm. <laughs> so ridiculous. But it got to him. It convinced him, right? But if we're going to pretend like these are real people, did they last? Nah. And if they did, it was just out of convenience. Like, so, they might have lasted a while just because neither of them are actually going to go after anybody else. So they hung out to continue to hang out together. But is that a, a successful relationship? No. Well, well, I mean, it could be if they're fine with it. But I mean, no, I don't think they lasted. I what guess you're what saying is that these people are incapable of being in a relationship with someone else. Well, it certainly seems that way. I don't know that that's actually true. I think it's more that neither of them would push to be in a relationship with someone else. If like, he obviously has said... That he didn't want to be, or didn't care, didn't he's, try. He basically said he self-selected out. Exactly. Right? Which I, I also So he's loved. the perfect person to judge from the outside about right. what's actually going on. Oh, it's so much easier to just <laughs> self-select out. Um, and then she is so neurotic that even though she wants that, I don't think she's putting herself in a position to actually have any kind of relationship. She's holding on to the relationship from six years mm-hmm. ago that was obviously a bit toxic then as well. Um, so no, I think either of them are capable of having a relationship but i don't think either of them are seeking it out which is why i'm saying they could stay together out of convenience sake like i know you you're fine it's easy yeah but no no to as to her question of are we falling in love (laughs) no i don't think so but i think i think there's something to be said for that they had they had a spark something sparked i don't think so what What? (laughs) i didn't see it as a spark and that's okay it's okay. Not to a just, spark. Not a spark is in like, whoa, they're yeah, going like, to get swept away. But just like, they just people who found kindred, they found a kindred spirit. I mean, they got along and they were, you know, the only two people there and uh, it worked out. And I think that's nice. So it's just circumstances. I think so. Oh, Lindsay, no. <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, what you're saying then is that you didn't like the end. Um,. There is a part of me, and I this would never get made. I'd have to, like, make it myself because no studio would go along with it. There is a part of me that really wants to see the movie where people are thrown together in this circumstance like this. They don't get along. They hate each other at the beginning. They're just hanging out to just hang out. And it's a man and it's a woman. And then nothing fucking happens. Like, they don't fuck. Like, you want to talk about real life? That's what it is. It's, it's just you and me here, so I guess we can talk because I don't have anybody else to talk to. And then the weekend's over and we go home and forget about each other. But nobody would watch that. I mean, if you still like had because it's real life. Nobody fun wants to dialogue that. in there, they might. Everybody wants the fantasy. Ugh, but ugh, I wow. almost said if you want I thought you were going to say they get together. No. And then they and then it doesn't last. I was going to be like, "Well, watch any bachelor or bachelorette season and that's what you get." Two people who, quote unquote, <laughs> fall in love and then it doesn't last. And people who fall in love on a reality TV show. Exactly. And then it doesn't last and you wonder why. Talking. Yeah. Love is blind, too hot to handle. The list goes on. Maybe this is your problem. Well, no. I'm... What are you watching in quarantine? <laughs> oh, Lindsay. It's... I think if we investigate that further... <laughs> we don't want to investigate that further. I was thinking the other day about my top show's for this past quarantine period of mm-hmm. almost a year now. Quar. And honestly, they've been good shows. Mm-hmm. Like, not just... And I feel like you're watching The Bachelorette. <laughs> the last... I watched, like, part of a season of The Bachelorette. So what are your top shows? The What are the things that you're actually... In into? quarantine? Because you also said you watched, like, Emily in Paris. I did, but and... that was a quick binge. I'm just in a shitty... Like, um... What was it on HBO that I watched that I was obsessed with? Um, you can't even remember. And now. I fucking can't remember it now. It I need to great. be making a list of like the best. It sounds um, so good. Um, it's Michaela Cole. I don't know who that is. And she was in a show called "I May Destroy You." Mm-hmm. I watched that. Okay. It was very affecting. All right. Um, I I still it's haven't affecting. finished the second season of The Mandalorian. Oh, ouch. But it's quite good. Mandalorian's on my list for sure. It's quite good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Mike was telling me I need to watch Ted Lasso, but apparently I can only watch that if I buy fucking Apple Plus. It's like five bucks a month, though. Uh, 
one more one more thing. Well, I mean, you could buy it for the month and just yeah. binge them. I or mean, she- last week I watched Davy Crockett and the River Pirates. Oh. I'm, at, I'm at a low point. I will. No, the, that's fine. The it's fifth, fine. the fifth season of The Magicians, the fifth and final season of The Magicians <coughs> was released on Netflix this week, and I started finishing that. And I that is a show that I very much love. Huh. Um. That I don't. I wouldn't say it's in my top ten, but maybe my top twenty favorite of all time shows. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Um. Huh. A teacher. I watched that shit. That was real fucking good. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Like, I honestly haven't even been making a list. I think at the beginning of everything, I was like, I'm going to make a list of great shows to watch. I haven't made a list. I was just thinking about the other day what got me through. And what I came up with was um, Schitt's Creek. Yeah, I still need to get back to that. Schitt's Creek did it for me. Pen 15. I know that was, I was (gasps) a little. Pen 15. I was a little late to the party. Like, I didn't start it until this year. But Pen 15 fucking helped um silicon valley also a little late to the party oh my god yes i forgot yes that was another one i rewatched veep which oh is I, I also rewatched veep rewatched the west wing which uh. is so fucking good um narcos <laughs> <laughs> obviously obsessed with narcos narcos mexico which is technically a different series both of them were so good um the mandalorian yeah 100 percent um but i I, when I look, look at that list, like there, there's stuff in there that's dramatic and angsty and kind of helped in that, you know, uh, satisfy that mm-hmm. urge sort of. And then there's also the really kind of Silly. light and funny stuff. And then there's the really smart stuff um, that, that I kind of needed a little bit of Makes that as think. well. And then there's the stuff like both Pen15 and The Mandalorian, I think are good shows regardless, but they also really kind of take me back to a more carefree mm-hmm. childhood time so there are all these these things and i have the reasons behind them and then i hear you say the bachelorette <laughs> or love at first sight or whatever and all i can think is what are you getting <laughs> out of that so um so love is love is blind and to want to handle came out kind of like spring summer of 2020 and i just needed something dumb and fun to watch and that definitely helped. I'm not sitting here binging reality. The only reality television that I'm pretty committed to right now that I pay for is any new season of MTV's The Challenge. You pay for it? Yeah, I just buy the season. Whoa. Because I really want to know what's going on. And it's just entertaining and, like, like dumb and fun. And that's what I got. Like, Love is Blind I watched in, like, a few days. Too Hot to Handle I watched. The only reason I turned on that season of The Bachelorette was because I was just, like, Fuck it, I just need something dumb to watch. And I did watch it, and I told you. But, like, Shit's Creek is dumb in a great way. I know, I know. But I've seen a lot of really, want, like, Pen15 is a great one, Silicon Valley, I May Destroy You. Those shows were, like, I May Destroy You. You still haven't watched Aquafina. That's just, like, dumb know, fun, but also a little bit, like, well done. Um, I May Destroy You and A Teacher were, I feel like, really in just incredible incredible television incredibly incredible storytelling incredible acting incredible like mm. thought put into it i also you know the other thing i watched and i know we've discussed about discussed discussed this at ad nauseum but um that fucking the vow like i got really into that it was a disappointment in the end i yes. got really excited about lovecraft country and then like five episodes in i stopped watching oh it. yeah i never started i it. was super disappointed it was really disappointed maybe we should talk about the shit that disappointed us this year because Lovecraft Country broke my fucking heart. They came in it just, so strong with the first two episodes, and then in, I just gave up on it. Oh, uh, that's and, sad. And I occasionally think about it, but nobody was talking about it. People didn't mm. like it after a while. It just... Oh, so everybody had that same reaction, too? So there were some reactions to the way that they handled certain characters that they disliked. Um, but, man, the first two episodes... I mean, if you just watch the first two episodes, I would watch, I would watch those. If, I was, if, you, if you're interested in it, watch the first two episodes. It's like watching a movie. Oh. And then be done with it. Mm, okay. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I still haven't finished Killing Eve. I still haven't gone back and watched Succession. I've tried and I just couldn't. Yeah. I know I'll love it, but I haven't. If Mad Men was available, I'd probably be watch- re-watching that shit right now. I should probably just buy that. I Is just- it not on Netflix or anything? I think it's off Netflix. Oh. Yeah. But, I mean, I've definitely been disappointed by a lot of And I haven't seen a ton. Like, I've watched a lot of movies, but not a lot of new release movies. Um... Like, Promising Young Woman is now available on VOD, and I'm actually considering paying the $19, because I'm really excited to see it. 
don't know that. And and stuff on Shutter. Like I watched a lot of stuff on Shutter this year, but anyway. I don't know what got what what's getting me through now is I'm I'm nothing I'm not getting through I'm not I'm I'm struggling right now. Cool. <laughs> On that note, yeah. <laughs> let me see what burning questions I have for you. Okay. Well, I did want to talk. Did you like Burn Stoker's Dracula? No, I thought it was terrible. I, I Gary Oldman is Dracula, like young Dracula in the mm-hmm. like the glasses, the sunglasses, and the top hat. Mm-hmm. I just find him so hot. Oh, that's interesting. Like, yeah, he's definitely my jam. Yeah, no, I was, uh, no, not a fan of that movie at all. I had, like, I think we've probably talked about our favorite Keanu in, like, the Speed episode, but do you have any favorite Winona Ryder's stuff? I mean, maybe we talked a little bit about that when we talked about Heather's. Um, I I mean, for me, it would probably be Little Women. Yeah. It's, Reality Bites is one of my favorite movies. I agree. I I Mm -hmm. love her in Reality Bites because it's a great movie. And obviously you have to love her in Beetlejuice because, (laughs) like, she's iconic in Beetlejuice. Um, Then we talked about Girl Interrupted, and I I do love that movie, even though I don't think it's one of her best performances. But I, and we talked about, you know, Little Women in our new Little Women episode and how much I love the 90s movie. Yeah. So to me, she is Joe March. Yeah. Um, and I think she did it really well. Like, yeah, again, a little bit of melodrama, but it's okay for, for what that. that story was. Um, so yeah, I would say that's that's my favorite. And Keanu. Constantine. I mean, it's Constantine, yeah. but what was the first thing you saw him in? It was probably Speed. Oh, really? Yeah. So you never saw Bill and Ted? You never I saw- mean, I knew of Bill and Ted, but oh, you know what? It might have been Parenthood. That's what I was going to say. Parenthood, too. Yeah, I really like him in Parenthood. I think it might have been Parenthood. There was, but there was a movie... I can't remember the name of it. It's an 80s movie and it was River's Edge. No. No. Um it was him and like his best friend was really depressed. They're in I think they were in high school and his friend was like a musician and he ends up killing himself. And it's I loved the movie because Agony Milk even <laughs> as a kid because I saw it when I was really young and even then I still really loved it. And at the end there's the friend, like, there's a friend, she's not, I don't think that either of them date her, but a girlfriend, you know, who's part of the group, and she ends up singing a song for their friend who killed himself. It's just a very angsty teenage <laughs> movie, but I think that's one of my favorites, even though I haven't seen it in probably 20 years, and Keanu's not good in it at all. Like, he's trying to be emotional because his friend is dead, uh-huh. and he can't pull it off. You know, look at his... It's really good. Uh, I guess I could actually check the. Uh, yeah, the I don't know. I River's Edge was the first thing that came to mind because I feel like that's the one that when people talk about old Keanu and he was in a lot of shit. They talk about River's Edge. That's not a even... high school slacker commits suicide, uh, commits a shocking act, and proceeds to let his friends in on the secret. However, the friend's reaction is almost as ambiguous and perplexing as the crime itself. I don't think that's the movie you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I might. The first time I might have seen him would have been in ele- maybe in elementary school, Babes in Toyland. But I don't remember him from Babes in Toyland. Permanent record. Okay. I remember Drew Barrymore from Babes in Toyland. So. Permanent record? I don't remember that. A man who seemingly has it all together being smart, talented, funny, and popular is secretly overwhelmed by expectations of himself and those of his parents and suffers what is assumed to be a horrible accident. Interesting. I think he, he like, jumped off a cliff or something. Jesus Christ. Anyway. Yeah, and... Yeah. I do, I do have a soft spot in my heart for him. And, and remember when I, we used to tell Dave that he was Sad Keanu and then I got him that little 3D printed little figurine of Sad 3D. Keanu mm-hmm. and then, then he was, he fell and he broke his leg and then he fell and his head came off and it was just the whole thing. Um, yeah. Those were the days. Those were the days back when we used to be in an office. Um, I think that's all I had for questions um i was i had a fuck mary kill but i don't think it's a very good one it was either going to be constantine jack from speed or keanu in the lake house like the lake house keanu character i don't know what the fuck his name is i mean of those who mm-hmm. would i fuck mary and kill mm-hmm. uh i would kill the lake house keanu <laughs> i would probably marry jack from speed because he seems he seems all right Seems like a solid guy. 100% fuck Constantine. (laughs) Not marriage material. Definitely fuckable. But definitely fuckable. Yeah. 
I do love that movie. Yeah, it's yeah, it's great. Well, I really didn't have anything else. I'm glad you got to see it finally because I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, Lindsay needs to watch this. Movie. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. All right. Anything else? I mean, no. It's uh, there's not a whole lot to talk about. I think with this movie, yeah. it's really just you should watch it it's because sweet. it's sweet. It's fun. It's funny, and it's all dialogue. So if you're a fan of dialogue, mm-hmm. do it. Like you know, if if that's how you like your movies. It's a good one. And if you like Keanu, if you like Winona Ryder. Well, sure. Because, you know, there are only two people in it, and it's them. And if you like <laughs> shitty people being shitty. I mean, they're not shitty. They're kind of shitty. They're not shitty. You haven't seen Spring Breakers yet. I have not. Those people are more shitty. Hmm. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you next time. The Movie Virgins. Hey, people, and happy Valentine's. Because it's going to be Valentine's Day on Sunday. A pandemic Valentine's. I hope you all have a wonderful pandemic Valentine's. Whether you're alone or with friends or with family or or whether you're alone. <laughs> like the rest. Like me. Like most of us. Just kidding. I don't know who the fuck out there is alone or not. Uh, you know, I love you. Happy. Will you be my Valentine? Anyway, thank you for listening. This was a fun one. I do suggest that you see Pandemic, Pandemic Wedding, Destination Wedding if you haven't. It's really, really fun. I believe it's still streaming on Hulu. Um, yeah. Next week, I believe we have Made with John Favreau and Vince Vaughn. I was the virgin on that one. That was a lot of fun. Um, everything we do is a lot of fun. Don't I just say that all the time? Everything is fun. It's so fun. It's so fun. It's so wonderful. Uh, 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 uh. I'm always having so much fun over here. Are you jealous? I'm having a good time. All right. Wherever you're listening, please subscribe. Rate us if you would like. Review us on Apple Podcasts if you are there. Um, yeah. Hope you're, hope you're safe. Hope you're happy and hope you're enjoying your, all of your alone time. If you're alone, are you alone? You don't have a husband. All right. Thanks, everybody. One last thing. The music in this episode was written and performed by Melissa Powers. It's part.